Hello and welcome to the Dogs in 3 podcast. This is Matthew Keith, and as you all know, our Diamond Dogs just won the 2021 National Championship. Those are words we didn't ever know if we'd get to say. This run and this championship was so special to so many people, and I want to do a podcast that talked to different people and gave their perspectives, their journey through the tournament and College World Series, and what this championship meant to them. Thanks for listening. We have a special guest on this episode, my dad, Eddie Keith, tells a little bit about his backstory as a Bulldog fan and his journey through this College World Series experience. Hope you enjoy it. I have Eddie Keith with me, a.k.a. my dad. How are you? I'm well. How are you tonight? Doing well. So I wanted to call and kind of talk through your thoughts and your experience with our Mississippi State Bulldogs winning the national championship. Tell me when you became a fan of Mississippi State. Um, I became a fan of Mississippi State when I was in a, about the second or third grade. Um, my dad took me to a football game in Jackson. And um, then baseball, I guess I really started following them when I was in high school and they won the SEC a couple of years in a row with people like Dale Unzer playing and, um, and I was aware of some other MSU people that were playing Major League Baseball uh, in, in my younger days like Sammy Ellis and Alex Grammas, um, guys like that. And second or third grade, what year would that have been? Ooh, let's see. That would have been about 57 or 8. Okay. And then what years were you at Mississippi State? I was at MSU from 66 to 70 as an undergrad and – then I was away on active duty in the Army for a year, came back, uh, was in grad school for a year, and then worked here for a year. Okay. Then I left, I left, was gone 17 years, and came back to work in 1990 and worked until I retired in 2014. Tell me about your experience of watching the games. Did – did you have a certain place that you watched them? Um, where where did you see the games? Okay, so you're talking about the College World the, Series? Yes. The, so the College World Series, once Mississippi State made it to the College World Series. I, yeah. I want to hear a little bit about your experience watching the games, your emotions as, as they kind of move through the tournament. Maybe if you had any superstitions while watching the games? <laughs> well, I think baseball lends itself to superstition probably more than any other sport, and I, I think all sports do. Uh, and so, I mean, I, if something – if we won and I did something, I tried to remember what that was, so I would <laughs> – so I would do it and not do anything to jinx us there. Been a lot of times when we've come close and uh, – I. I didn't want to leave anything to chance. 
Absolutely. So, <laughs> uh, the, the first game, uh, the Texas game, let's see. Was that your house then? Uh, let's see. That was Father's Day. I do not think you were here yet. No, no. Um, yeah, that's right. Mom and I watched it here. And, and uh, you know, I mean, going into the College World Series, I really didn't feel very confident that we could win it. I felt like this is a team that played really hard. And I thought for us to have a chance, two things are going to have to happen. One is that our two starters that have been really good all year are going to have to be really good. Um, and and it was going to be good. Um, it, whereas, you know, Bednar and McLeod had, they had had their ups and downs, more ups than downs, but still I didn't, you know, I wasn't completely sold that they could both do it on this stage. And, um, and throughout the year, especially as it got toward clutch time at the end of the season, we, we depended so much on, on Rowdy and Tanner and those guys uh, at the top of the order and those guys down in the bottom and there were games when they just kind of disappeared and felt like somebody had to pop up and, and uh, or somebody's plural and, and, uh, and, and be really good and, and get some clutch hits for us. And, and of course that did happen. <laughs> so, um, but, but that first game was just, I mean, the first, what, three or four games were so stressful because we had to, we had to do all we could to, to pull them out. And we, and we somehow did, we just made the clutch plays. And that's, you know, that, that's one thing about this team is they, um, they're the most, they're the toughest team mentally that I think we've we've ever had they um i don't think they were the most talented they were they were really good i mean i i don't mean to downplay that but um but they they just if they got punched they punched back harder and better and <laughs> more often and uh they just did what it what it takes to win that's right so let's skip forward to game one of the finals so okay yeah. Top of the first, Cam James jumps on one off Jack Leiter, and we're all feeling great. Yes. Yes. And then the bottom of the first. Yeah. Um, so it's seven to one after the first inning. What are you thinking? It's over. Uh, the series is probably over. But I didn't think we'd give up, and um, so I—I I, I mean, I, I thought even down that much that if we could ever get lighter out of the game, you know, maybe we had a prayer to come back. But I really—I thought it was a hundred to one shot against it. I just didn't think we could score that many runs, and and frankly, I at that point I wasn't sure they were through scoring, and so. Um, I, I just, but, but yeah, I'd, I'd given up. And of course you had said that you were going to go to Omaha if there was a game three. And so I thought, well, you just saved a lot of time and money. 
right? Now, I do want to back up for a second because I remember this. So the final game against Texas to decide who's going to advance. So that evening, we are in the booming city of Poplarville, Mississippi. Yes, sir. Home of the watching Pearl River Community College Wildcats. That's right. We're watching a 10-year-old baseball game. And that night, you did not want any updates or to hear what was going on. What was your, what was your reasoning for that? Well, we had driven down to stay with you guys to see Carson, your son, my grandson, play baseball. And I knew that if I started focusing on the state game, that I'd be absorbed and really wouldn't pay attention to Carson's game. And we had made the trip to see him play. And, uh, and I was so uptight about that game, uh, the, the Texas game, that I couldn't go in and out. I either had to be all in or out, all out, and I, and I couldn't be all in. So I just said, I don't want to hear anything about it except the final score. And I knew we were recording it, and I thought, well, we can go back and watch. Right. And um, so um, I, I, I was hopeful, but um, and I, I, like a lot of the games, I really thought we were about 50-50 in that game. And um, we did. Right. <laughs> you found out about the ending of that game. Um, I heard some guys that were listening to it on the radio yell, and I hoped that they were state fans, but I wasn't positive. And, uh, then I think you asked me if I wanted to know what happened. And I said, yes. And you told me, and I was, uh, and a couple of other guys told me about it too. And I was blown away. And then one of my buddies who lives in, uh, South Carolina, just, just below the state line near Charlotte, called me and I told him, I don't want to know anything about it. I'll call you tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, so we went back and to your place, and when we got back, we watched the eighth and ninth inning, and it was uh, as good as it gets. Great win. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so we'll jump back I, forward. Go ahead. Yes, Yes, yeah, so, you know, at that point, I thought we got Vandy, and, of course, they were really helped by not having to burn lighter when, when they would have had to have used him to play NC State. And uh, so I really thought that might be the difference because we knew we'd see Rocker as well. But, uh, but you know, we'd hit both of those guys some when we played them in the series during the regular season. So, you know, I thought we could score some runs. I just – um, you know, I really felt like we, we had to have somebody step up. And, uh, and of course, in the first game, we didn't. And, um, and with our team, it's one of the keys has been, do we walk people and hit people and make errors and put people on base? And do we, do we help the other team? And, and then at first game, we absolutely did. I mean, we, we just gave it to them. Yep. All right, so game – that's right, and that's all it took. So, so game two, um, yeah. you were at my house. Yeah. And – Yeah, we 
we watched it and uh, you know Hootie just uh, came out and did what he's done so often toward the end of the season I mean he just was clutch and um, and then you know we got off to a good start that's right Um, and from what I remember it was you know it was like 4-1 5-1 6-1 and there was a little bit of of frustration that we'd miss some opportunities to really expand the lead. When, yeah. when do you feel like you were comfortable with where that game was? Um, you know, I'm not sure. I, I really felt like, you know, Preston just did such a good job. I mean, it was obvious that, that he was locked in and, um, and and I just um, you know I thought he was thought he was gonna do it, but you know as we as we just kept on expanding the lead, you know it's and and they just they did what we did, you know they they uh, they came out walked people hit people made errors and uh, you know it just it just seemed like it was gonna be our night that 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 is maybe the stage was a little too big for them and. And uh, our our toughness kind of overcame whatever we had to have. That's right. And Preston, Preston closing that game out was was huge. Huge, yeah. I mean that that was it. I mean, you know, once once he got past the seventh inning, um, and it looked like we were not going to need Sims to come in, then I was feeling not not just good for that night, but really good for the next night because, you know, I thought, heck, if if Bednar can give us four or five innings, Sims can probably pitch the rest of the game if we need him to. I, I mean, he's never done that. I didn't really know what that would mean, but I felt like at least we had a, we had a chance. It wasn't one of those deals where we had to win it on a hope and a prayer. Right. And then as the game gets closer, we get closer to actual game time of game three, knowing our past. Obviously, we've never sealed the deal before. Knowing we're going up against Kumar Rocker, are you still optimistic or is some of that same old state starting to creep in a little bit? No, I I just, um, you know, I just felt like that they had – probably their second best guy pitching and, and a guy that has been a, a problem for us. Um, but at the same time, Bednar had been a problem for everybody at the very end of the season. And, and I, I thought if he can, if he can come on, on a shorter rest and, uh, and just, you know, just get us through the first few innings, we could do it. And, um, and, but I thought what we've got to do is get off to a decent start and just do enough that, that between what we do and between the attrition of, of rocker having short rest, um, that we had to get him out of the game. And, um, I mean, I had no idea that we would, be able to to pound him the way we did 
Right, right. And that, so that game was a little similar to game two. You kind of get up, get yeah. out, 4-1, 5-1. Yeah. And then, so you're 5-1 going into the seventh inning. Right. Uh, they still don't have a hit to that point. Yep. And you know you have Sims waiting. Yep. When it's when it's five one in the seventh, how are how are you feeling? Are you allowing yourself to, to kind of go there mentally? Well, start to feel comfortable. You know, it's 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 funny as I look back because who would have known that when we scored in the top of the first, that's all we needed was that one run. Right. Uh, but I would have died a thousand deaths if I'd had to count on that all the way through. Absolutely. And, and even at three nothing, I. I was feeling good as it went along, but I, I I felt like if we could get a couple more. So at five nothing, and we're cruising, and you know we know we got Sims out there. I was feeling pretty darn good. Yeah. Um. And uh, and then when we got those two home runs, I mean, I, it everything was kind of anticlimactic after that. I mean, it was like I was so used to us having to pull them out the way we did those first three games, you know, just um, just really fight and scratch for everything, come from behind, make a clutch play. And, I mean, it was over. It was, it was anticlimactic. And um, so I, I expected when we finally won it and it was over and we were national champions, I expected to be emotional and, and jubilant and and I was happy, but I mean it was over early. So. Right, right. Well, you so. know what the the experience in the stadium reminded me a lot of the blowout win against Michigan in the Gator Bowl. Yeah, where, I heard some other know, people say that the last third of the game is just a party. Yeah, you know, it's just yeah. a, a Mississippi yeah. State party. Right, the celebration had already begun. And, yep. uh, and, and it, I mean, it truly was watching it. Like, it, it's almost like I felt, why am I not there? Because we're just playing across town. We're at duty noble. That it, it felt like a home game. And, uh, right. so, uh, only thing that was missing, I guess was a cowbell. So, yep. um, but, um, but yeah, it, it was, it, it really, it was, it was over. And, and after, you know, after we, after we went up even five, nothing, uh, and certainly beyond, it was just like, let's just get this thing over so we can, right. so we can be official and the party will start and Lord have mercy. Let's not do anything to, to take any of the thrill away. And we didn't, we never, we never took our foot off their necks. That's right. All right. So you touched on this a little bit and this last Last thing I'm going to get you to talk about, a little bit of a two-parter. I'm going to ask everybody. Yep. So after that last out, just kind of take me through your your thought process and your emotions. And is, is there anybody that, you know, you wish, you know, immediately comes to mind, I wish this person had been here to see this. It's maybe not around anymore. Or I wish I could have experienced it with this person. Just kind of thought through that last out. Well, uh, I, I was really glad that, that you had gone out there and that you were there for you and for us um, to experience it and be a part of it. And that was, uh, 
that was as good as, if not better than if I had gone myself, um, because I, I knew what a big deal it was to all of us. Um, you know, obviously my dad was a state fan and, and I wish that he could have seen it, but to my knowledge, daddy never saw a Mississippi state baseball game live. He listened to it on the radio, but back in, in my days in college, I don't, I don't think that we had all the games on radio. It was, you know, if we got into a playoff situation, uh, Jack Crystal called the games. And um, so, you know, I'd, my, I'd like to, I'd like for my dad to have been sitting in front of his TV at, in Gulfport watching it and, and he would have called me afterwards. And so I, that that's I guess the you you and he are the main two, right? And when you know when do you think it it felt real? I mean, what what was it like being at the being at the parade the next day? Is did it did it take a little while for it to set in? Has it still set in? Yeah, I you know it it hasn't it hasn't and uh, you know I I was laughing with a couple of guys at church today and I said you know I I keep th- Think I keep thinking I'm a little afraid I'm going to wake up and the dream's not is just a dream, uh, but but it seemed you know it seemed pretty real after the game because we had beaten them so badly those last two games. I mean it was, I mean it's it was honestly it was easy and um, and so that's not the way we do things at Mississippi State. <laughs> you know we're, we're a blue blue collar school where we're a blue collar program. I mean, we've always had really good baseball players. And, and I think this team has kind of epitomized that because they've been so, so tough and they've worked for everything they've gotten. And um, so um, I was really happy for all those kids and for, and for the coaches. Uh, and I think I've told you before that Lamonis dad is, uh, is a, old Gulfport high classmate. He's, he was a year ahead of me at Gulfport and, uh, and obviously has some health struggles now, but it's really happy for him and, and their family and, and, uh, you know, Gotro, he's, he's been good to us and Foxhall has done so well with the pitching staff, you know, just, and just, but just all the people that were there and all the people that love Mississippi state baseball, the way that they do, um, just, tremendous and we kept waiting to find out when the team's coming back so we could meet them and there were you know a few thousand people uh, that were there to meet them and we found out kind of at the last minute and uh people were there with cowbells and with their kids and and all that and that was that was really cool seeing him come in and and um and then the celebration friday wow i mean uh it was it was like a super regional. <laughs> yeah, that's what huge, it looked like. Huge crowd and um, just really well-organized uh, deal. And, you know, I mean, there are a couple of the politicians that had to be there. I guess it was good that they were there. But basically, you know, people were there to see the the team and the coaching staff. And, and, uh, and, just, and, and they just did it the way – 
that they have done it all year. They just did it in style. And, you know, the fact that they came around and high-fived everybody around the wall like they did when they won the, the Super. Uh, and then, uh, you know, guys like Bednar and Rowdy the, and a couple of others that just hung around and signed autographs for kids uh, un, un, until they turned the lights out. I mean, it was just just made me proud to be a Mississippi State alumnus and a Mississippi State fan. Absolutely. Well, there have been plenty of of times where I've cursed the fact that my parents are Mississippi State fans. <laughs> Why couldn't they have gone somewhere else? <laughs> All the all the losses and the the pain uh, this this certainly made it all worthwhile and I appreciate you and and passing that down to me and always taking me to to all the numerous games we've been to and helping helping grow my fandom this has been this has been fun to talk through your side of the experience well and you know, one, one last thing I'll add, uh, and I thought about this because I, you know, I do a little blog for football, and, and I'm, I'm going to, I've decided I'm going to do a special edition for, uh, for the championship. And, and, you know, I, I thought, why am I not more excited and thrilled and just beside myself about this? And what I've come to realize is, We've been good enough to have won this thing for a long time. I mean, it's not like this is affirmed that Mississippi State is a great program. We've been a great program, and we should have won at other times. We didn't. We did this time, so it's different. But, you know, I've really felt like we didn't have a whole lot to prove. Uh, I think we've proven it through the years. Um, and I agree with that. Um, and this, this, is, this is the icing on the cake. Yep. Well said. Well, again, this has been fun. Thank you for your time. You're welcome. I appreciate I you. It. I love you. And love we'll you. talk soon. Okay, good. All right. Bye. Bye. The Dogs and Three podcast is sponsored by Commercial Stationery Company in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. They've been in the office supply and printing business for 50 years and would enjoy providing you and your company with all of your office and printing needs. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening.